Hi everyone, it's good to be back. We're in Hebrews 8, and I'll tell you what, God is brewing up some awesome things. What things? New things, higher things, better things, better, better, better. Better things, better hope, better covenant, better promises, better sacrifices, better possession, better country, better resurrection, and better blood. All in all, I think through the book of Hebrews, we'll see that God is trying to communicate that Christ Jesus Yes, Christ Jesus, the Son of God, the High Priest, the Heavenly King, this person, He is better. So, in chapter 7, it revealed to us a glorious High Priest who is carrying out a better priesthood. A better priesthood than, um, than what they had in the Old Testament. So, today, what is He doing? We covered this yesterday, but He is saving us to the uttermost. And how is He saving us to the uttermost? Well, with the power of the indestructible life. This is the divine life. And we had some tips that really, as we come forward to God through Christ, He is working in us to save us to the uttermost, completely. <laughs> and He will keep working and growing in us until full development or, or full maturity in our Christian life with the Lord. So <clears throat> Hebrews 8.1, as we start out today, The chief point is this, we have such a high priest. Okay, the chief point of this chapter, of the last few chapters, really the key point of this book is that we have such a high priest. And Kyle mentioned yesterday that that word such indicates that this is a specific kind of high priest. And the such here is referring to the description of Christ as the high priest typified by Melchizedek in the previous chapters. And Kyle also mentioned that seeing Christ as the heavenly priest, according to the order of Melchizedek in his heavenly priesthood, when we see this, it sparks a revolution in our relationship with God. And I hope, um, I hope that we'll see a little more today in chapter eight, and we will find our relationship with the Lord revolutionized a bit more. So, okay, chapter eight, what we are seeing is what Christ is ministering. So we saw who he is, and now what is he ministering? We know he's saving us to the uttermost, but the old priesthood, it operated according to the law. But all of that changed when the priesthood transferred and was given to our Lord Jesus Christ, the Son of God. Now, if you recall back in chapter 7, in verse 12, it said, it said this. It said, For since the priesthood is transferred, of necessity there comes into being a transfer of law also. So there was not only a transfer from the priestly order of Aaron to the order of Melchizedek, but there also was a transfer of law. Now, don't be confused. Do not be confused. The law is still the law of God. And according to Matthew 5, 17, Jesus did not come to abolish the law of the prophets. He came to fulfill it. So the law still exists, but it's just a tad different. The Old Testament, the Old Covenant... It was a law of the law of letters. And Christ in his ministry today, in his priesthood as the high priest, he's operating according to the law of life. Not the law of dead letters, but the law of life. Life. This is good. And if you're not feeling it yet, that's okay. Because when we get to verse 10 of Hebrews 8 today, this will have so much more meaning to us. He is ministering to us the law of life, or according to the law of life. But in short... We are, under, we are under such a better ministry. 
And in, in verse six of this chapter, it says that he has a more excellent ministry. And in this ministry, what is he doing? He is ministering this law of life to us. And not only that, he is the mediator of a better covenant with his better promises. And mediator means the executor or, or the one who carries out something. And that means he's carrying out, or you could say he's executing a better covenant in us and among us today. So if you look kind of towards the end of chapter 8, you find these sort of like four blessings of the New Testament um, or the New Covenant, this thing that he's promised us. And this is a quote from <clears throat> Jeremiah 31, where it's talking about a new covenant, which I'll make with uh, his people. And in them, these are just so juicy. There, there are four big blessings. And the first one, it's not, I'm not going to necessarily say these in order, but the first one is that he will forgive us our sins. He'll, he'll, he will, he will forgive and he will forget our sins. It says, I will remember them no more in verse 12. So he deals with the sins, but it's not just for sins alone. But the second blessing is, is in verse, verse 10, that he will give his very life to us. He will impart the law of life by imparting the divine life into us. That's huge life, 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 life. And three, the third blessing, is the privilege of having God as our God and us being his people. We can become his people. And when you have all three of these things together, forgiveness of sins, we have the receiving or imparting of this law of life into us. And third, you have this awesome, awesome thing. In fact, that we are children of God, we are his people, and he is our God. But the fourth one, this is so sweet. And it's the first thing mentioned. And that is that this covenant, he will impart his law into our minds and on their hearts, he will inscribe them. There is, I, this is just so precious because even in the next verse, we'll know, no, you don't have to teach your fellow citizen to know the Lord because all will know me. There's an aspect to us receiving this life and then this life operating us. To where even in an inward way, we would know this life. We would know our God. We would know him personally. We would know his inward parts. To where not just in our mind we can understand and comprehend the things of God, but actually in our, in our heart, in our, our, our emotions, our, our will, we would feel and choose the things of God because the life which he has given us. And because he is ministering this better covenant to us as his people. So... I mentioned earlier that there's something special about the law of life and us not, I said this was awesome, that it's not the law of letter, but the law of life. Um, Paul had mentioned in the past that the law of letters, it kills, but the spirit gives life. Well, the life he gives us is the life through the spirit, the divine life, which we receive today. And this life has the highest laws. He's no longer imposing this outward law in the law of letter. The law in the Old Testament, the Old Covenant, was the law, um, it was a law that regulated God's people outwardly. But in this transfer of laws, now he's ministering to us the law of life. And this life, this law of life, no longer regulates us without, you know, rules and regulations, ordinances, but this law of life regulates us from within. We know our God. We know, we know, 
We know the divine life which we've received. And that's why this covenant is so much better. First of all, it's something inward. It's something living. It's not dead letters. It's the law of life. So it's operating. And secondly, who's carrying it out? The high priest, this wonderful, glorious high priest, Jesus Christ. He is ministering it to us. He's the mediator, the executor. He will do it in you and he'll do it in me. So y'all, this is so, so wonderful. We're here in the book of Hebrews and we're seeing that God has a new covenant with man. He has better promises. And the high priest in the past, they had a certain, um, a certain service. And as it mentioned yesterday, that that service, it perfected nobody. It just didn't because it was outward. But this law of life within us is much better. And Jesus Christ on the cross, he offered himself as the sacrifice to allow us to um, enjoy him, experience him, and enter into the blessings of this New Testament covenant. So just to wrap up, remember that this new covenant is far superior to the old. I don't really need to convince you much more than that. This is a better covenant of better promises with a more excellent ministry. He is no longer ministering to us something of rules, of letter, of me just giving a rule book to live by, but instead he gives us his own divine life. He forgives us. He imparts his life into us. Um, he makes us his people. He, he's our God. And even more so, we have the way to know the life within us, not just by knowledge, though we do need to know and understand him and understand his word through him shining on us. But actually, we can know the inward parts of Christ. And even our hearts can be saturated and filled with this, this life, this law of life, which he's giving to his people. So remember, we have a high priest who is ministering to us a better covenant of better promises with a more excellent ministry.